Today's podcast is presented by our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation, who are constantly trying to strengthen the Cyclone community. You can support tomorrow's big ideas with a gift today. Be loud, be proud, be a part of the movement, and donate to the college or a department that you are passionate about today. Loyal and forever true, let's all help Move What Matters by visiting MoveWhatMatters.com today. Before history is written... Played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Williamson Bloom on Sunday, the 1st of October. We are presented as always by MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. They are huge Iowa State people over there at MacDyne, and we could not appreciate more um, for what, what they've done for us here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. They're the reason we have the darn Sunday night pod. They're the reason we have the Wednesday pod now. We appreciate it. Check them out at MacDyne.com where you can learn more about what they do. If it's AV and VR solutions, IT and visual, audiovisual services, software services, uh, network infrastructure, a bunch of stuff that frankly is way smarter than what I can describe. That's why I want you to go to MacDyne.com and learn more about it. M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. We are going to recap the Oklahoma game. We will look ahead to TCU. Uh, but before we do that, I want to thank our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing, one of the presenting sponsors of Williams and Bloom here on your Sunday. Kelderman, bigger, bolder, better. You can check them out at Kelderman.com and check out all the badass suspension products that they have for heavy-duty trucks, trailers, RVs, and top-of-the-line truck accessories. Also, if you are out harvesting, there's probably a lot of you listening to this while you are harvesting right now, they have specialty agriculture products at Kelderman.com, specifically the down corn reel. Uh, that is their bread and butter. But these guys are farmers themselves. They farm themselves. They test it all out. Go to Kelderman.com and check out all of their fantastic agriculture uh, equipment. It, they have more than just the down corn reel, the self-loading trailer. They've got the bale picking truck. There's all sorts of badass stuff. They got a they got a dog on their website too. Did you see that in the intro, in the dog video. Anyway, well, I mean, Kelderman, he always brings his dogs yeah, to the, the RV I mean, lot. Uh, the dogs, the dogs steal the, his show, Kelderman. The, hus- the huskies, yeah, that's roaming the, around. The huskies on the website. Yeah, they just roam around the RV lot. Great dogs. Uh, with that, let's get into last night's game. Talk Big 12 football. Let's fire up some English, shall we? (sighs) 
It's a good night for Cody Road on Saturday. How much? Speaking of Cody Road, and tonight. Have you seen the new bottles? I did. I saw them in the store. Oh, really? I yeah. haven't seen them in the yeah, store no, yet. Yeah, I did. I was in, a, was in a liquor store in, in Ankeny and, and saw the beautiful bottle. Fantastic. Had to buy one for the collection. Love it. Almost cracked it open last night. Didn't. Saving it. I didn't because I still had to do post-game radio <laughs> and the whole digging into the whiskey after a 30-point loss and going live is kind of a no-no. I did have a beer, though. I won't lie. Yeah, I'm not sure who was going to be listening at that hour anyway. Probably would have been okay. We had a few. Helmet a few. guy called in. I had to go helmet guy. Yeah, we had a few. We had a few. Uh, a lot to pick apart from that one. I have a lot. I'm, I'm just, like, perplexed. I um, I don't know how to feel about that game. Well, it, it's, the weirdest, it's the weirdest damn thing because, you know, you, you go back two weeks ago and take the temperature of this podcast. Right. And everybody, and it's like, oh, the offense sucks. Another year of poor offense. Mm-hmm. Defense is carrying the water. Well. If, if only we had a, an okay offense, <laughs> defense will be fine. Um, there's, there's so much to pick apart. Yeah. Um, I also kind of want to just, like, wag my finger at all of us and be like, yeah, this is, you know, it's it's a lot easier to be in games with a really good defense, you know when you <laughs> when you're getting carved up for seven yards per carry and like it's 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 really impossible. Despite how good I I have no idea how good the offense can be, but in a game like that, no, that's a different conversation than the rest of the schedule. But in a game like that, like Iowa State's offense is not winning in a shootout in that game. Well, and so that's in there, and therein lies the whole philosophy yes, question. It's a fascinating conversation. Because you you hung in there for a half mm-hmm. and you just you just didn't have You hung in there for a half with a pick six. Right. You just didn't have the ammunition. And so now it makes a little bit of sense of, okay, well if we can't win a shootout, what should we do to, to keep a game close? Then we get back into that you know, is it the uh, chicken or the egg argument for the offense versus the defense? And it's a big question mark. I mean the it my big takeaway from that game was Oklahoma is is way better than I thought. Um, I seeing, would agree. Seeing the amount yeah. of players. Now, Gabriel could not have played much better. That guy was really good. Well, I, I said that to Whitford after the game. Like, it, at some point you do, we'll talk about Iowa State, yeah. but I also was like, do you remember last year? Iowa State had a ton of turnovers. They outgained Oklahoma. And Gabriel had like 150 yards. Yep. So totally like, different. think about how much better, because I don't think Iowa State's that much worse, I guess is my point. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I mean, in I, fact, I thought, <laughs> I th- this is a weird thing to say, I thought Iowa State played better against Oklahoma this year than it did last year. Interesting. See, <sighs> I know it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, think about that yeah. with, because the defense gave up six and a half yards per play over 500 it yards. It was just such a shock to the system to see so Iowa State's different. defense It was a different gashed. game. But that's when you play a game like that, that's what can happen. Well, and, you know, I kind of alluded to this last night on my... When when they came out throwing, Iowa State, mm-hmm. which I was surprised. I kind of thought it would be, oh, you're getting the ball first. This place is on fire. Eh, let's let the place simmer down. If Feel we need to punt, you know, flip the field a little bit. And then they come out and... 
to Matt's credit, I give him credit for this. He said after last week's game, playing to win. Yep. And he let his guy go out and, you know, make a mistake like that. And Rocco had a couple of those. He did. I still am really impressed with him. Think he's going to be good. But it's just now we just have these conversations about the defense that we have to have. And it was a weird game. I mean, I, my, my, my buddy Mark uh, works with Kelderman texted me last night and he's like we lost by 30 and i feel okay about it and i because and he not alone i would like to know i think there's a bigger conversation to have here because the feeling i get and i watch pretty much every big 12 game this season is that you've really got two teams that are completely separated it from sure, the pack it now. sure seems like that is this nil like, is this, or are we just jumping to, conc- or is uh, it just happen to be they both make coaching moves, uh, or they both have new coaches, this is the year uh, that they peak? Like, because it looked to me last night, for the first time since 2016, one of Campbell's teams did not belong on the field with another Big 12 team. And I and I don't necessarily think, Iowa State has really young players, okay? I don't think they're bad Big 12 players. I want to make that clear. I think they've got guys they can win with, and and we've all seen that. But to me, it looked like a varsity, you know. It felt a lot like 2016 to me, Matt's first year. Yeah. Where, like, you, you see some you see some stuff. Like, oh, and, and the size differential. They, and Oklahoma's super old. Now, what, what Oklahoma did, is it NIL? I mean, yeah, it's part of it. Well, because they went out and got 20 transfers from high major teams that all start where that you're are, playing with freshmen. That are 22 and 23 years old. Yeah. Iowa State's playing with a ton of freshmen. And, and let's be honest, Oklahoma and Texas have advantages. They are well-funded already, not from an NIL perspective, but from a resource perspective. So they have all the, I mean, they're getting, I mean, Texas and Oklahoma are at a different level revenue wise. And so they have the advantages built. I, in. They, I think Venables, I give that guy credit. It, it seems like he turned over the offense to Levy and just said, Hey, do your thing. I was, they blew me away with the pace and the skill that they ran that offense. They, they look to me. I know we talked about it last week. It's like, I don't even know if they're a top 20 team. Yeah, they are. I think they're top 10. I think I they think, are, too. I think Texas is, too. Yep. And you, you never say never, but I, I think they're a clear 1A and 1B. It, gosh, I mean, unless I, Kansas State, State could, could trip them up in a weird game. I don't – like, West Virginia's under – they're not They're not which, at that level. Which is interesting. So, you, you say that, and if you're, if you're the Iowa State coaching staff – is that a game yesterday where you should have gone into Bill, Bill Snyder vampire mold and and try and slow the game down? It's just yeah, Iowa State didn't up until then. You haven't run the ball. I know you haven't, but yeah. that that is what that is where that theory comes in, though. Oh, for I a get it. Game like that for a so, game like that. This is like oh. you're, you're not winning. You're not winning a. You're not winning an up and down yeah, game against the Golden State Warriors. We're just gonna hop all over the place yeah, here, but yeah, like, the, but this is another. In a weird way, I felt like last night proved the point I've been trying to make for a year now with this new Big 12. That felt like an old school, like, McCarney team against Texas where you, like, you look and, like, all their guys are twice as, you know, twice the size, like, bigger, faster, stronger. 
where this new Big 12, like the roster differential. Did you watch Friday night's game between BYU and Cincinnati? I did. Like, I mean, I was taking beat those And teams. I watched UCF and Baylor. I'm like, there's nothing. Yeah, right? Kansas looked very ordinary. So you know, I Texas just, is good, but. I don't know. Like, I, I still think this is going to be a long year. TCU, West Virginia both looked okay. I got, my gut tells me this is going to be a long year with all the freshmen playing. If the defense is... You know they're not as bad as they looked in that game. I, I but Definitely like, not. but if they're not going to, point being, like, could that, can Iowa State still get up to five or six? Absolutely. Like this next five game stretch is critical. But man, like it, it's one of those things where you're having some pain now. But if if stay the if course. you can stay the course and keep all these guys and maybe be a little more active in the portal, the next two years could be really good. I, I totally agree. That was my takeaway. Is like okay. I mean, there was a point in that second quarter. You tweeted about the same time I did, where it's like, and it's like you're looking at yeah. all these pieces. You're going, oh my gosh, they're, they're all are, freshmen. They're f- there were four freshmen that were playing each time in the first half on both uh, offense and defense. Like all this talent. Uh, but then my second thought is like, oh my gosh, you know, Jeremiah Cooper gets an interception, and I'm thinking, well, there's number four. Like he's going to start making himself a name. Dominic Orange is already a name. Rocco backed. I thought Abu Samo looked really good. Uh, Carson Hansen had his best game as a Cyclone. You, Brandon Black played the whole second half again. You've got a lot of guys there, but now it's how do you keep them? And then second to that C-Dub, what Oklahoma proved, what TCU proved the year prior, is the portal can definitely work in college football if you do it right. If it's a supplement and not a whole rearranging of your roster, I think it can really work. Um, I'll just Iowa State can't be what Oklahoma did. Just do not have the resources right now to do that. Where they went in and they literally got, what, 15, 20 yeah, depth I, guys. But I guess my point is, I don't think Iowa State needs to be in the new league. I don't I don't either. So nobody's going to do that in the new league. But I, I will say, like, if, if Iowa State, I mean, you just think about it. Let's say Iowa State had a few more resources this past offseason. What if you got another linebacker? What if yes. you got another receiver? What if you got another offensive lineman? Is that game any different yesterday? Probably not. No. Uh, but it just shows some of these teams that can be a little more strategic. I always say did did was active in the portal, not overly active. They got some guys that have impacted. Higgins, love it. The kicker. Um, yeah, love for, it. Got a sack. Yeah, I'm probably forgetting somebody else. But uh, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show. I haven't this seen is, the running back much. This is just a way. It's the new era. Like Iowa State having bolstering its NIL will help come December because one, we're worried about keeping everybody. That's young, yeah. And, and then secondly, if you can augment and and add some depth pieces to the the group you already have, that is what Oklahoma proved this year. What TCU did the year prior, I, and I, I think there's a roadmap there. But you also have to keep in mind the culture part of it too, which teams like A and M have not done well, yeah, or like Colorado. And I think that thing is going to fall apart at some point. Now they mm-hmm. have some injuries. But there's, it's interesting, yeah. I mean, and having having more NIL resources says the NIL guy cannot hurt. And I, I also think too, like I watched that Cincinnati Oklahoma game a couple times now, and that game was like two plays away from looking a lot like the Iowa State yeah. game was with them. So like I'm not, if you just just focus on the scoreboard, I, I agree because Iowa State moved the ball, and, th- and this is what was encouraging to me. Now it got discouraging because Iowa State did nothing in the second half, but that second half was weird. It was like. Yeah, you I'm felt not like saying everybody threw in the towel. No, but, you felt like you needed the 20 point play. I think yeah, Rocco played that way too. Or correct. He, he was really forcing stuff in the second. Correct. Um, but like, if you can, you know, if that's a snapshot of the offense, 
you're going to, you're going to be able to win some okay. games. Yeah. But again, like the, now I'm just, I'm perplexed. Yeah. The, with this defense. I think Saturday's fascinating. Like, what do you do? I, I don't know. Like I, I, I said this on post game last night. Like I, I know I'm paid to come. Our job is to give these opinions. I have no idea what to say because it, it went the total opposite way that I thought it would. I kind of thought that would go back to like a, I think I said 27, 13, 27, 14. Like I thought Oklahoma would comfortably win the game. Um, I did not see in any scenario that they would put up 50. And frankly, let's be honest, they could have dropped 70, I believe, on yeah, Iowa State I, last night. I, I will say, I did think once Iowa State got things calmed down a little bit, they were better. And it got going, that first half just got out of hand. I was like, Iowa State couldn't catch its breath. It almost scored too fast because the defense just didn't, didn't have time to get an answer. And then flat out, flat out Iowa State can't get pressure right now. And it's there. That is that is a major major issue, because the linebackers. Because uh, when you can't get pressure, CW, you know this. Then the linebackers are forced to be in these mismatches with running backs or receivers, and the dime stack is you're going to lose. Almost created to be able to get pressure with three. Yeah, yeah. Or, and and the the one thing that's a misnomer about it is there's there's usually a fourth. But the, the creative part of the defense is you just don't know where it's coming from. Right. So, like, when you have four down linemen, you know, it's very predictable. Um, it, so, like, when people see the three-man front, they go, oh, well, you're, you're usually bringing a fourth guy from – you're not dropping eight most of the time. The yes. problem is, even when Iowa State's bringing pressure, it, it feels like it might – pro football focus might <laughs> – counted as a pressure, but it doesn't feel like these quarterbacks are under much yeah, duress at Because Iowa State's actual numbers by pro football folks. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're actually the better, but the problem, what that doesn't factor in is that many times in previous years, Will McDonald's getting there or... And he's a step and a half ahead. Right. You know, I think the interesting thing, it, why it felt so different, eight, Oklahoma ran 80 plays yesterday. That was the most plays run against an Iowa State defense C-dub since the TCU game in 2020. Mm. I, and that is part of the reason, and again, numbers are what they are, but when you run 80 plays, the chances you're going to hit, a couple big ones are a lot higher, and you're, yeah. you're, you're just going to have more chances. They get more plays. You know, when, when, when you're speeding it up, it speeds up for them too. And that's why, and that's and you why get I more think, tired and yeah, it all, yeah. it all is part of the equation. So yes, I, I, I agree. Iowa state cannot go on the turtle shell and try what it did the first three games. But also when you play really good teams, this is the risk you take. It's just like a high tempo basketball game against Fred Hoiberg back in the day. Iowa state didn't care if it didn't play defense because they're going to outscore you. Mm-hmm. And I think Oklahoma probably at some point in that game was like, well, we're going to be okay. Dylan Gabriel was on another level. You know, it, that reminded me of a game that Kyler Murray played against Iowa State in 2018, where it was just very much like, well, this guy's just just really good. I mean, yeah. tip your cap. Not a much you could, if you can't get to him, and the line did a really good job of protecting Gabriel yesterday, then he's going to pick you apart. You know, this wasn't this wasn't Spencer Petras out there who's going to overthrow a couple of guys. Uh, Gabriel, I don't think, missed. Like, he didn't miss a throw. It was really impressive. It'll be good. Hope he got a few snaps, and he he traveled and warmed up to get Verdone back. That'll be yeah, really miss him. Well, the problem when you don't have him, 
is his replacement isn't great against the run. He's he's nickel. Nickel. Yeah. He's okay in he's coverage. He's not as physical. Yeah, but he he's not nearly the run stopper at, at safety. And there are a couple of those runs that Dylan Gabriel made in that. And, and I really feel like you noticed it a lot more against Oklahoma State, not having Verdon out there. Where there were a couple of those plays that broke early, and we were, and then, you know, you you, you think back to after that game, we're like, oh, you know, the defense gave up a lot, but there were a couple big plays, and you can clean that up. And then, I mean, Saturday night was an unmitigated disaster, and yes. you you really have to you, wonder what John Haycock has up his sleeve. Well, at the end of the day, how do you beat Iowa State's defense? Is you just go if you can get over the top on them, and yeah. you can win. Iowa State's hard. It's hard to stop that. It just is because Iowa State has so much help from the safeties coming up to stop the run that if you can get over the top against Iowa State's corners or matched up against a safety, and if you look at that, the, the play that boggled my mind when I mean, it was just the typical day is Iowa State has two safeties covering oh, yeah. the Oklahoma receiver. <laughs> you knew you had a bad day in that, and happened. he underthrows it perfectly. Like yeah. he, un- and it's just like you can't. Right, it should have been an interception. Yeah, you just theory, nothing you like, can do. Yeah. I mean, there's not. You had two guys back there. They're in the right position. You just they just and then it seemed like that happened six times yesterday where Gabriel was just picking on him over the top. And against the way Iowa State is structured, if you beat him over the top, it's going to be a long day. I tell you what, it just, it was a weird feeling because we've been spoiled with the defense where you just haven't had those games where it reminded me of like late in the roads years where it was just like, you can't stop anybody. Yeah. And, but I also, I, I do think that we have to keep it into perspective. I, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think Texas, I think Texas and Oklahoma will play for the big 12 championship. I think the whole stadium is going to be chanting SEC. I think it's going to be horrible. Yeah, it's like uh, and, it, I, and I wish it wasn't the case, but I mean, when you watch like now, Kansas didn't have its quarterback, but I don't really think it would have mattered if you watch Texas and yeah, Kansas. Texas didn't even play great. It looked a lot like the Iowa State Oklahoma game, where it was like, you know, Kansas is a is a fine football team, but yeah. they didn't really belong on the field with Texas. I just think they're that much better than the rest of the league. I, I this week will be fascinating, Oklahoma Texas. I. I don't know what to think about that one. I haven't seen the line. I'm Texas is probably favored. Well, we'll play guess yeah, we'll the play, points. I, have, I, I can't wait for that. Um, but it's no, I, up. that was my main takeaway. It wasn't because I thought TJ Tampa uh, may have been the best defensive player in the field. Still, I mean that guy played, yeah, he great. played great. He played great. Can I also you just, say you just you don't you didn't have enough back there to stop it all. I watched it back. The offensive line made a big step forward. Totally agree. Took a big step yep. forward. Now you got one more, but man. Getting Rimsburg back, that could be a very serviceable line by yeah, the we'll end of the year. Yeah, we'll see. He's unfortunately, I heard Jake, he's a little, he's dinged, a little up. dinged up too. So, Good. how do you get dinged up if you're not know. even playing? I don't know. I mean, he's practicing. Yeah. Can we talk about this gambling thing let's coming up? Yeah, too? Let's, like, let's talk I, about that. I want to do that at at some point. What do you real quick to put a bow on on this week, and then we'll look at everything else defensively, though. Like, do because I had a lot of people in my mentions. And, like, not dumb people Mm -hmm. who are like, do you consider putting four down? Do you consider? No. And and my reaction is no. You you don't do that. You kind of – I would like to see, personally, Haycock just kind of trust that secondary and keep leaning on those guys. 
uh, with we, we got to get Verdone back. Like that's that's key. Like you got to get him healthy. But I kind of like what they have been doing. Where Patton's playing some. Uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a tough. Yeah, but Williams. Game. My point being, they're putting more athletic guys back it's, there against the. I, I see what he's doing, and then just start blitzing linebackers well, more. I mean, like bring five every time and just try and get these freaking quarterbacks uncomfortable because frankly they're just sitting back there and i mean did you see dylan get he was actually making s'mores (laughs) he was roasting marshmallows in the backfield last night dude wasn't getting even we weren't even breathing on him that's and it was unreal most snaps uh Patton played most snaps easy agu played so again like i uh, i see these idiots on twitter like oh iowa state's cornerbacks suck no No, they they don't don't. yeah like you're you're putting them against these elite level receivers in a quarterback that's 30 and he has 10 seconds back there to pick you apart. It's hard to defend those guys for that long. Yeah. So, damn it, make them uncomfortable yeah, in the, any way possible. I, I am with you. But if you – Gabriel's good enough that if you blitz from the wrong No, wrong I'm side, talking more you, the rest of the year. Yeah, I get like, it. Yes, I yeah, totally agree. Yeah, last night is – it's kind of a throwaway to me in a bad way, like defensively, because I, I just – I mean, Texas is going to be Similar. that type of a game. But everybody else is not – it doesn't feel like that. Most teams will be a lot like Oklahoma State, or similar, more similar to that. I think TCU is a better gauge. Like I TCU think is a, TCU is, is like a quintessential is, Big Twelve. It's probably the best gauge that Iowa State has had this year. With whatever the air raid's not going away, it's going to be like a, a mini mini air raid. Okay. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's actually like, a, like Leach is very disappointed in the air raid, but <laughs> but still better. It's, it's still it's different. Still a hell of a lot better than we saw I, at Ohio. I think. Uh, okay. I think Saturday tells us a lot about what Iowa State really because fe- I bet Matt's like, all right, I don't know if this is really going to work, but we'll try it again. And then you get burned sometimes with tempo. I'll tell you what, though, that I mean, it 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 is not like I don't know. Does he go? Brun, Bruns and the Lion guys are going to kill me. I and I already credited them. They played much. They bad. did. They, they were did. down. But you know why they were able to play downhill? Because you earmuffs. Because you passed the fucking ball. <laughs> Well, because you're backing safeties up and you're doing all the like they have to defend the entire field. And and it's oh, by God, it's easier to play offensive line when you're actually testing the field. Sorry. Right. No, you're I'm right. Just, but mean, it's comp. It's and again. I'm too I'm, passionate. I'm I got to stop the passion. I'm going back to the compliment. Compl- I can't even talk. Complimentary football thing. If you run the ball, it <laughs> takes the clock. It gives your defense some time to rest. And then I know I would say it doesn't have a lot of depth on that defense right now. So I. So what do you want? What do you, time to rest. They threw a pick six right off the well, that, just to that. get the ball back. <laughs> Defense didn't even play for the first ten minutes. That's true. No, I it just felt like it was going a million miles an hour. For I, everybody. I thought that honestly, like that first half, Shieldhouse called a hell of a he game. He was great. He was I, phenomenal. I had a tweet lined up. I'm like, this Nate guy's gonna be pretty good. He was, and I, uh, I didn't. I actually thought to myself, like Jesus, like there's gonna be head coaching opportunities for him <laughs> next year. He take too I, much alike. I actually thought that in the first half. Yeah, I uh, I was. Okay, he's going to get this thing rolling and get a Mac job. You just watch. Putting a bow on it, Saturday is very interesting, the approach Iowa State takes. I am Because I knew I had a pretty good feeling Iowa State was going to try it again this game just to say, hey, well, maybe it will work. Uh, now it's like, well, this is what can happen if it goes poorly. And, and TCU is a winnable game I at just, home. Yeah, I just don't I, think these other teams on the schedule, now maybe a BYU gets away from you or like some of these road games or whatever, but like – I don't think these other teams can do that to Iowa State. Nope. 
I'm not saying they're not going to win them all. Like I'm, you That's know, right. I agree. I agree. I think they're fourth quarter games, and then you know, do you make the kick? Do you let your punt get blocked? Do you throw Trash, a pick six two for two? Yeah, yeah. No, he's he and actually can't, can't get punt blocked. By the way, no, no more of that this year. That did not help. Help. Well, and that was a nine point swing because then they that and then Rocco threw that interception right at the end of the first. And, the, and any thought of a comeback was was over. But again, like I and I, and I'm sorry if I'm being too negative here, um, and I. I I would love for them to prove me wrong and maybe beat Texas. I think if Iowa State played Oklahoma ten times, they would go zero and ten this year. Well, if if it, yeah, I, I'm just I'm being unless real. unless there's like, some sort of total, total fluke, odd situation, you know that like it was it was just a mismatch yep. and. And you know, I, I give but, Oklahoma a lot of credit. I thought there might be like a sleepwalk situation. Absolutely not. No, right from the get go. No, they were in it. The place was packed. It was loud. And but they even say that, like, then, like, you know, and I think I, I mean it. Like, Shieldhouse called a hell of a first half. Like, that was that was that off. Like, you had long runs. You had, you know, it's fourth and three. What was it? Third and eight or third and 15. Eight. They scored a 61-yard yeah. touchdown on. Like, it was, it was awesome. Great play. You know, you're kicking field goals. And Contreras, by the way, has not missed when the snap and hold has been good, good this year. There we go. So, he's like, and he's a good he looks confident out there. So I, I really like the kicking situation. Would I, you know, if I had to nitpick a little bit, seems like Iowa State stopped using the middle of the field a little bit in the second half. And I don't know if it was a timing, if it was I, Rocco missed a couple throws there in the second half. I think Ben Bramer learned that, and against these big physical teams, it's is a it, different game. Is it possible that everybody just kind of, hey, let's just get this thing over well, with? Well, I, I, I don't know if it was, that, it was just like, these guys are good. You know, well, I'm like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, it, yeah, I got to that point where it's 4 to 20. You're like, well, or 4 to Once you got 20. down four scores, it was, it was hard. All you're going to do is make this thing yeah. worse. I didn't, I guess my, I, I thought all year that if Iowa State played some of these dynamic teams, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure if Oklahoma was as dynamic as, as now I know they are, that the defense was, could have had problems because the linebackers just aren't there yet. And the fact that Vaughn's, Injured, Verdone's injured. He haven't been able to get pressure. It's uh, yeah, it can make things a little bit more difficult than it has over the past couple of years. But you get into track meets, and sometimes you lose the track meet. Guess who just picked his eleventh winner of the NASCAR year this year? You. Oh yeah. Why are we? Why are you living in Bondurant? You should be like be retiring in Naples. Oh my god, I've just been on fire with my NASCAR Aspen. betting this year. Speaking of sports betting, we're going to get into that next. We have a lot to talk about. I've got some thoughts. I'm going to lean on you. I don't know enough of the legal I, And I'm not an attorney, but stuff, I, I'm going to try. But I'm going to lean on you, uh, just like we like to lean on our guy, Colin Newell, That's right. for your insurance needs. Uh, Bloom, what do you save, like $600 yeah, a year? legit. We got all these people who are signing up with Colin Newell, the old, uh, not old, he's not old, he's actually not old. a very young man, uh, the old center for Iowa State. He is with Farm Bureau Financial Services. And every time you let him give you get, quote your insurance, he makes a donation to the We Will Collective, and we need more of those, baby. Uh, go uh, Oklahoma, prove that. The easiest way to do this is just go to uh, Google and Colin Newell, one L in the first name, two L's in the second name. Well, not the second name. It would be his last name. Uh, Farm Bureau Financial Services. And all of his information pops up. Get a hold of him. Tell him that you heard about him. 
on Cyclone Fanatic. And again, he'll make a donation to the We Will Collective. Also uh, want to thank our good friends at Plaza RV. They are um, my buddies there at Plaza RV, Scott Edwards, his son, Austin. Um, they, we've, we've talked a lot about the rentals and stuff. I don't know if they have any for TCU. I don't think they do. There's no none for TCU. They do for some in the later years. But even if you don't um, buy from them or if you just have a camper locally, I would encourage you to let them service it for you. Um, that that's what I do. I mean, I buy from them too. I do everything with those guys, but they're locally owned. They're really good people. They're huge cyclone fans. They're always out there in the RV lot. Uh, they've made a donation to the, we will for you guys to have your spot there right. so you could raise money. Like they're really good people. Uh, plaza RV.com. You can even message me, um, as I'm a customer of theirs. If you have any questions, I would gladly, answer any of that stuff. Our, really our guy, uh, Adam Batchelor used him last game. He had did. A great yeah, time. I saw Batch yeah. there, man. It that was, was so cool. cool. Thanks for saying hi, Adam. I You're just randomly bumped really into good. him. I wasn't expecting to see him. And like, yeah, he had a good time. Yeah, he's boys. got two boys about the same age as oh. mine. And yeah, did they, they play? They did. There was, huh. I think they got it. Like Kevin Dresser would have been proud. They got into a little bit on that. Oh, yeah. Wow. We're doing a little wrestling. A little wrestling. A little wrestling. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That season's going to be coming around. We got media days coming up. Holy smokes. In the next couple of weeks. Jeez. What is o- that? October. Uh, when is Rock Rocktober. Uh, next week we have media days. Have you patented Rocktober yet? For uh, Rockotober? Rocktober? No, we are working on a Rocko Beck shirt, though. Oh. Okay. Uh, I actually it's time. exchanged text with the great Anthony Beck last week. He's a, he's a, he was that a guy is That guy's the man. He had dinner, I guess, Friday night with Stoops. Really? He tweeted about it. Well, he's a really cool guy. I oh, he's great. And once they figure out this XFL, USFL, I want to get him on the show. We, well, you should get him on anyway. Well, I, I'm going to, yeah. but I thought like once all that yeah, like settles in a little bit. Yeah, and then get him. And speaking of that, he's he's basically he's he might as well uh, be a he's a cyclone. Coach Eustachy, if you're listening, what? Coachy Stacy and I keep getting crossed up. Just check your email, Coach. I've sent you a bunch of like stuff. I don't know if you're getting it. Somebody well, still thinks we're getting catfished. <laughs> no, it's not. Like I swear. Like I've I, I've done the homework. Okay. Like it's it's Coach. Okay. I I trust you here. It's Coach. It just seems like it's taking a while. If somebody it, somebody's got way too much time on their hands. If they're catfishing us to make in us think that we're going to interview Larry. Internet's a weird place, man. And like I've, I have opened my heart to coach. (laughs) 
So if like if this is somebody playing a joke on us, you're like Manti Teo. How dare you? <laughs> Netflix is a calling. How phonetic catfished? Did you hear my interview Larry with Station. Dan McCartney this week? I did. Man, we need more Mac in our lives. I had him on my Iowa Everywhere he's coming, CW he's pod he's coming this week. Yeah. What a week. It's going to be fun from a, we'll have time to talk about a Wednesday. I don't remember the last time I've interviewed Mac and he didn't start crying. He's at that age where it's like, you're just super appreciative of, so am I. That's, I oh, shoot, I got, I was listening to that and he made me like choke up a little bit, a couple of things. So love Mac. Hope to see him this weekend. Yeah, I do too. All right. Um, give me the latest on this sports betting thing. Cause it, it, I, I know enough to be dangerous, but it, it seems really messy. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. So, the latest is, this came out on, do, 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 what was it, Friday night, Saturday morning, that the Polk, or not Polk, the Story County attorney did not indict Deshaun Hanukkah on time. So they had a deadline. So he had, a, from what I read, there's like a right to a speedy trial. Yes. And for whatever reason, the, I think it was Story County. You know, if I'm wrong, I apologize. But they did not file the paperwork in time. And thus, Deshaun's attorney, who is also, um, is he, I think he's any Owazirike's attorney as well. Okay. Pretty sure that's the case filed to dismiss all the charges and the state said okay yep just dismiss them all so deshaun hannick is no longer in okay. any type of criminal investigation so to dumb this down for people like me so the state did all this stuff it was this whole thing all summer yes they and you know rip these guys of their eligibility yeah because if the state doesn't charge them then you're just like every other football then program the in NCAA the doesn't even know about it and, and the whole, I can hear the comeback right now. Well, these guys still bet. You're right. They did. You're right. They did do it. But my point would be, so did hundreds of other players across the country whose states didn't decide to go after them because it wasn't that big of a deal. So my I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, well, why didn't they file the, like, if this was such a high-profile big deal to And Deshaun Hanick had never bet on or against his team. He did bet on Iowa State basketball, allegedly. I think that's, I think that's right. And, that, I need and that, that's an details. important distinction. For sure. For sure. Uh, but if this was such a big deal, and how much, and, and I hate, I hate, I hate when people go, oh, much, how much, how many, re, how many taxpayer dollars of mine yeah. did they use on it? It's like, well, I mean, we spent a lot of weird stuff on stuff. Yeah. However, my bigger problem is, you went through this whole thing and, and literally ruined the reputation for these guys. Now, you could argue, is it deserved that their reputation be ruined? I don't know. You know, I mean, that's that's a conversation that could be had. And you get you get this felony charge for some of them. And then you're like, no, we don't even need to file the paperwork. Then sorry, we, we're our bad. So either did they just not file the charge because they're lazy and incompetent, which could be. Or did they not want to go to trial because something else could come out and therefore didn't file and that's why it got dismissed. Like that their ethics and the whole thing were off or something or like so, that. Or they didn't yeah. want questions being asked in an open yeah. trial from the attorney. Yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, the Wazirike one is still ongoing. And I hope... I we can't don't, imagine he's going to just drop this. I, 
he he's not gonna play again. So I hope he keeps battling because right now he's in he's in a tough. So spot. from what I understand too, the Iwazurike is basically going for like lost earnings. Well, I mean, good. So, but if you're if you're Deshaun Hanika and Jirel Brock and Hunter Deckers, you're not. You're definitely not going to play for Iowa State again. You may not play again at all. Well, and, and, think, for, and for what? I don't think Deckers can because he bet on his I, team. I know. And, and, and yeah. again, they still did it. And so that's where, you know, the back of my brain is going, well, they still did it. So No, that, I get all that. The, but, it, but, but again, like, there's hundreds of guys who played on Saturday who also did it. And, like, why did our state, this is the whole question that we had all summer. And and so, maybe our state was right. I don't know. It probably depends on how you look at it. I, my thing is, is I hope, I hope that the questions don't go away. Uh, and I, for one, I'm going to try and, I don't know what I can do, but it, they, they dropped this news on like a Friday night, Saturday morning during the middle of the college football season. Probably thinking, oh, it's not going to get coverage, whatever. So, like, I feel bad for these guys that, Ended up criminally, like nothing, the, nothing. zero. Wiped it, wiped it so clear. Like pretty much zero. The the couple must pleaded to underage gambling and it was like a six hundred and fifty dollar fine. There I you think go. is what it was. So all this stuff, and I think it was one of uh, actually it was it was, it was uh, Remsburg's dad tweeted. He's like, we're not, we haven't forgot about this yet. We're going to keep asking questions, which is good, good yeah. for you, sir, because it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's justice those guys that all of a sudden they were they were they were guilty because in the court of public opinion all this news came out and then the state's like up oh, nope sorry uh, our bad no no we're let's answer let's ask some more questions here yeah let's not just forget and pretend this goes away how did this happen why did it happen and then when you look in deeper in the details and I've been talking to some uh, some of my attorney friends some of the stuff that either the DCI did or others did along the way was like very unethical for how they even got some of this information. So yes, does it change anything to do with football? Zero. It has zero to do with Iowa State's football at this point. It's about these six or seven folks that got their reputation ruined over what? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, I just, I just feel for them and that people, most majority of the country will just forget about Deshaun Hanica. I mean, who, who cares about him anymore? But I, I care about that. Like I, yeah. I feel bad that he got caught up in this. And unlike, Thousands of other student athletes across the country that are definitely doing the same thing. His NCAA career is probably over, all because some state, some person at the state decided to go on some weird goose chase here, and ended up being like, "Oh, I'm sorry about that." No, not stop. Sorry, you can't say, "Oh, I'm sorry about that." Like, yeah, I hope there's some repercussions so, for somebody. So what you're saying is that it, it's less about oh they caught the guys, and it's more about what. Well, if it was that big of a deal, why are you just wiping everything clean now? Correct. Yeah. Correct. If it was that big of a deal, then, then don't just don't then don't not file the paperwork and just say, "Oh, our bad." Yeah. Well, clearly they had to know a high profile case. They can't just forget about it. Yeah. Like I don't want to be like tinfoil hat guy. Well, the, you just you, there's a reason why they didn't file that. The stuff. Problem I always have with these these types of things, and it's you know, when it comes to public figures. And I, it's really difficult when you're in the media because the accusation always gets like a hundred times more clicks. Like when dead on, like think about the Bill Finley, Nikki Moody case. Yep. Like how many hours were spent on talk radio litigating that thing? 
And then it was essentially like it was settled, but basically dropped because she, from what I understand of that, it was like, there's no case here. Let's just get this thing out of the court and whatever. How many hours were spent on that? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I pounded the pavement on talk radio, but it just, it doesn't get the amount of play. And like, think you think about when all these charges were coming out. Well, yeah, people, if you, if you mention Hunter Decker's name to anybody in the Iowa State fan base, he probably gets a negative reaction. Now, should he have been gambling on an Iowa No. No. But you would think this guy committed multiple felonies with some of the reaction when people bring up Hunter Decker's his name. And it's like, that's not fair to him. It's not fair to Deshaun Hanneke that the first thing that people are going to think about is that when the state basically said, oh, well, our bad. Didn't, now we need to do that. You just ruined... Anyway, maybe I'm over being overly dramatic here, but I just, I hope, and I know at, at some level the questions won't go away, but it's just frustrating that everyone else has moved on except those guys can't move on because their careers are over. Yeah. State can't just go, oh, well, sorry. Yeah. No, that doesn't, is that, that shouldn't work that way. What a deal. What a deal. And it, and it okay, football wise, is that. Does having those guys change the result yesterday? Absolutely no, I, not. I, that's I'm not, not even. I'm yeah. not worried about the football. It's more I of the thought about that. The, like, uh, the, the God, like Jairo Brock's a great dude. Like I should he have done it? No, but he's not going to play college football again. All because of for what reason? What was the goal in all this? Yeah. Anyway, just feel that's bad. a thinker. Yeah, that's I don't a know. There's no answer. I would. Like I've just talking to some attorney friends, they're like, "Yeah, this this is either incompetence or something else is going on here." Really? And I hope it's incompetence. Well, you know what time it is. Let's let's lighten the mood. Okay, thank you. Do you need a website built for your business? Maybe a friend's business, maybe your wife's business. Try Webwise.com. The Webwise solution. Webwise Solutions is who I use. I'll tell you why I like them. It's like a fraction of the price of these big city agencies. That's I did that once and never again. It's like you could put up a website. Huh. Hey, I'm making you a website. You can charge whatever you I want. I got absolutely screwed early in my Cyclone Fanatic tenure. Learned a bad lesson, and now I use these guys. Phenomenal. Trywebwise.com. I have not looked at a thing. I did see the Iowa State line. Iowa State is a five and a half point underdog. What was the over under? I did not look. Uh, I didn't look at the over under. I will let you know that the over under is. I'm going to go 55. 49 and a half. I think, I think we're Gotta still over. We're, we're thinking Iowa State's playing in the phone booth when we've, we've removed the phone booth. Phone booth no longer exists. Right. Come on. Weather split should be fine. Play the over. We got a little Thursday night game this week. Oh, do we? A little, of that, a little bit of that. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State got the week off. Mike right? Gundy, prime time. I'm going to say K-State. Nine. Eleven. You good? Red River Shootout. As Cyclone Larry said uh, yesterday, and I appreciated this, uh, Oklahoma hasn't won in Austin in a long time, and Iowa State has. 
so that's something. Granted, in they played, Austin? They're playing in Austin? No, they played this game in Dallas. That was, uh, like, that was the joke. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma people fell for it. Sucked me right <laughs> in. Sucked me right in. Uh, Texas is a five-point favorite. Nailed it. About what I'd have it. Okay. Larry also noted that Oklahoma played its Super Bowl yet yesterday, <laughs> yeah, so they may be a little bit of a hangover here. <laughs> oh, I love Cyclone Larry. Give me a minute. Where are you, Big 12 games? Central Florida is at Kansas. Central Florida just absolutely that crapped was the bed. Unbelievable. Oh. Welcome to the Big 12, Thunderdome, kids. It ain't intramurals. It ain't intramurals. <laughs> Taylor just escaping. Literally, Randy could have got fired, and now he oh. wins. Now the Baylor fans think they're back. They're not. That game's very winnable down there. Uh, what's the game again? Central Florida at Kansas. Oh, wow. Kansas 7. 3. Ooh. Okay. Well, I see what Daniels is doing. Yeah, it's, that's the kicker Bean's, there. Bean is not him. Texas Tech at Baylor. Ooh. Wow. Tech minus three. Baylor minus one. Oof. That's a mistake. <laughs> I love the, the bloom odds off the top of your head. Like, no, they, <laughs> they make they, they, they have made the mistake. My line is correct. <laughs> That's right. With no research, no data. <laughs> my line is correct. Yeah. Believe it or not, I think that's it for Big 12 games. I'm going to go back through and make sure I didn't miss any. But BYU, no. No. No, everyone. It's a quiet week. Cincinnati gets the week off before Iowa State rolls to town. That ain't great. Bob. Yeah, I'm not, not a huge fan of that. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Woof. Boring. No. At least we get a Thursday night game. That's it. Wow, actually, it lines up pretty well for the old uh, tailgate. You should get to watch Red River at 11. Iowa State doesn't play until 7. By the way, a little note for everybody, FS2. Fox Sports 2 for that one. You know what? Thank God for this new YouTube thing where they do the multi-view one. Because yeah, then you don't have to like search, search for those search, channels. Yeah, for sure. They're just kind of there. But the pro now the next evolution I, of that will be able to pick your four it, games. Is FS2 even on YouTube TV? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because one of those games, I think TCU, or I think Texas Tech and Houston was on that last night. Okay. I was like, I don't even know if I get FS2. Not that I'll be in Ames, but. Yeah. Okay. No, it's definitely on there. I'll be good. on This is a, man, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about Wednesday, but this is a game that Iowa State's got every reason to be balls out for, for lack of a better term. I hope it's a great crowd. It's going to be great. Cra weather we looks the great. Badass jerseys. You got the jerseys. You got the uh, Jack Trice 100th anniversary night game, seven o'clock winnable game against the team that played in the championship game last year. Let's go. Fired up. Fired up for it. All right. He's Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams. We're presented as always by Mechdyne, fueled by our friends at Cody Road. We'll be back on Wednesday. Later.